another creative podcast. I am here with Mindy Newsom. Hello everyone. And Gillian Milton. Hi there. And of course myself Jessica and we are here to share with you about the breath of creativity. I'm going to hand over to Mindy to tell you what that means. The breath of creativity. It's a very exciting title. <laughs> uh, but what we want to do in this podcast is to breathe creativity into you. So everyone take a big breath in. <gasps> And you're receiving creativity and breathe out all that beautiful creativeness. Uh, There's so many reasons to be creative in this season, but also lots of reasons to hold back from being Mm. creative in this season. So that's why we want to get you going. Um, It's really important that for our mental health, we continue to create. And we all know that creating has heaps of health benefits. Mm, It gets those connections in the brain going. And so um, we just want to focus on that for you. Obstacles to being creative, you could be saying right now, but I can't make an income from my creative gift because, you know, we're not allowed to sing and I can't play my instrument. Um, So we're trying to just explore different ways to be creative right now. Um, having too many responsibilities and commitments is normally an obstacle but right now let's hope the lack of responsibilities and commitments gives you a bit of space to do things differently some of you might be saying I'm too young I'm too old I don't have have enough talent that's probably the biggest excuse I don't have enough talent but I did hear recently that skills should not be an obstacle to creativity you don't need skill Mm. to be creative so I think we should just all get started and start making it um so in saying that let's start at the very beginning because god created us we were created in his image we were born with incredible imagination intuition and intelligence so i'm going to pass over to you jill and you can expand on our createdness yes well i've been doing a bit of reading um and podcast listening um to about Genesis and the creation and it's been fascinating for me and there's just a few little things I just want to bring forward and to um, help you guys out and give you a bit of insight into the creativeness of God and so um, the way God started creating is he created a space and then he filled it and he did this for the first five days he would create something and then fill it so but when he got to day six which is when we were created um, he did something very differently and he did it with a different intent and a different focus so um, instead of speaking creation into being, he actually used his hands and repurposed something he had already created. And he did this with, um, in the way that the, the Bible verse in the original language is talked about, is he did this at like where an artist creating something from clay, like a potter's hand, like a potter creating something beautiful. And the thing that was different about this is he he used the pattern, he used a pattern to create us and that pattern was himself. We were created just like with a dress pattern that it has the same intent, you know, the same purpose as the original garment, the new garment has. And I thought that was a really interesting way of looking at things. Um, He also created us with um, purpose. And um, he created us with the same character traits, with love, grace, mercy, the um, mm-hmm. capacity to worship, the capacity to make moral decisions and choices. And um, the things that I took away from this in the way that we were created was just as we were created with purpose, I think that that's the way we should look at creating. Like We should look at our creating 
with purpose what is the reason we're doing things and it's the same with we're created to with the ability to worship I think we should choose this and make the so I just think it's a different way of looking at creativity it's actually it's who we are we're created with that pattern like God created we should create and I just think there's a bit of a responsibility in that in the challenge of this creative yeah Mm. discussion so yeah it's good. I like that creating with purpose. Yeah, mm. yeah. It does put a different spin on the way that instead of just creating for art is, you know, art for art's sake, just creating. Yeah. I'm yeah. very much more inspired if I have a deadline or a purpose for something mm. I'm doing. I have my YouTube channel, which you know is not no big big thing, but the fact that I have to have two done, two videos done a month is very inspiring to me and helps me stay motivated and stay moving forward to create and it's inspiring. Yeah. 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 So a lot of our team don't have those deadlines on them right yeah. now, Jess, because they don't have to learn that particular guitar part by next Sunday mm. or this by this date. So that concept is a little bit out the window to yes. a certain extent yeah. and that creates a challenge for some people. I it would does. assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, have, are you, are you oh, happy for me to bring in some examples? Yes. Yeah. Go All right. On. So I wanted to give you some examples to inspire you because the thought is that we aren't necessarily creating how we used to create, and so I want to talk to you about an artist named Salvador Dali. You may have heard of him. Mm. You may Just have heard of him. <laughs> but he was an artist that knew no limits. And I learned about him in high school, but I really only learned about his surrealism type paintings, you know, the melted clocks and all that sort of thing. But I didn't really realise how diverse he was with his creativity. He didn't define creative success or his creative person as a certain creative project Mm -hmm. and when you look at what he's done it's amazing he's written three non-fiction books one novel he created performance art he created film sets and design he worked (laughs) on a Hitchcock film and a Disney film he's like you Jess (laughs) (laughs) he made that Mae West sofa you know the sofa in the shape of the lips oh yeah he made that sofa Um, he designed jewelry with these intricate moving parts that became little tiny machines Um, he was an architect he designed buildings he thought I need a house so he actually built himself a house (laughs) and uh, the one I really love is that he he designed the logo for Chopper Chaps and I love that he didn't actually think that beneath him and we still use the same logo on our Chopper Chaps yeah. today and he not only designed the logo he made it purposeful Jill because one thing he did he said instead of you need to actually put the logo on the top of the lollipop mm. don't put it on the side put it on the top because then when you see all of those lovely Chopper Chaps uh, you'll see the logo and he made the logo as a little flower so it looks you know fields of Chopper Chops actually looks like a field of flowers. So it's such an intentional, (laughs) creative thing. Uh, And we still use it today, and it's now an icon of creativity. So he had no rules in his head on what creativity needed to look like, and I think that's really inspiring for us. Mm. And we might not be – I'm no Salvador Dali, let's face it. (laughs) But I guess it's about being creative with what we can do. So we might not have the deadlines we used to have, but let's get creative about other things, everyday life things. Let's get creative in our cooking. That would be me. Mm, Let's get creative when we're writing birthday cards or celebrating someone let's get creative in the way that we make our daily schedule our timetables do our housework see ordinary every 
day tasks as creative mm. and let that build on your creative momentum because creativity creates creativity. Yeah. So the more we're creative in the little things, it might help us to aspire to architect this thing or build a stage set or, mm. uh, you know, all of those other creative elements mm. that we can suddenly start embracing. Yeah. And it, well, one of the things I was just in context with that, I always used to think of myself as a jack of all trades, master of none, because I was good at lots of little things and dabbling, you know, I can do a bit of set and stage, but I don't really, you know, not a set designer. <laughs> Says the girl who's designing all our sets. Yeah. No, but I've always seen myself as a little bit of a, I dabble in anything, I restore a bit of furniture, I might have a little girl painting, I could draw a little bit, but mm. never really was excelling at one particular thing and I used to think of it as a bad thing but I was actually talking to Corey lately and trying to unpack a few things and it's interesting that the whole I actually think it's a bit of a shift now and it's actually more it's a better thing these days I think to be um, have your hand in lots of little things because you can actually I think the collaboration process is huge at the moment and Mm. especially with how much technology you actually can't be master and everything you need lots of people and, and I and think um, skills. Yeah. yeah and one of the great things I think is that you become really aware of what other people their processes are like since I've been listening to Corey do some recording I've gone oh so he actually uses that process to do that and he invites that person so it's made me really aware of what musos go through even though I've got no musical talent at all and I think it actually makes you a better person to be able to appreciate what everyone else is doing so I mm. I think it's a great thing to dabble in a bit of everything yeah. mm. except I can't cook <laughs> <laughs> I'd really love to see you design a lounge like if Salvador Dali can oh, make, make awesome. slips into a lounge you know what would it be if we could do any creative project what mm. would it look like it doesn't have to look like right now what it has always mm. looked no. like something that moved me when I was a bit in a felt like a barren creative area and it ties in with having kids and everything you do is really just for them and there's really no selfishness at all allowed because there's no (laughs) space so I think that can be a really hard time for a creative person I know I struggled with it but something that tipped me was I read in a book you have to use what's in your hand and so I'm like okay well I've got songs but I can't do anything with them now I'm not going to be able to make anything happen with them so what else do I have and I had I had something on my computer like I had a kid's um book written that I'm like okay I can send emails out I do that and that what that did was um it rolled on to other creative projects that opened yeah. the door they inspired me so the motivation mm-hmm. it and I did get emails back which was great but I'm not super excited to be kids or but that's not my dream <laughs> but it did motivate me and move me in the direction to these other projects and inspired yeah. so yeah I think you're inspiring Jess because oh, you thanks. have got a lot of creative projects and you haven't put a limit or a, you haven't defined yourself in one box mm. and I think it expands your whole value to the creative world by being so diverse and yeah, and, and it makes you sharper in the things you're really created to do you're like our very own Salvador Dali <laughs> <laughs> he wrote three children's books I know that I did know that really, and, and a novel he yeah. did more than that too so you have yeah, to google him because yeah. his list of life accomplishments is long it's pretty cool. uh, but also for you in this season that you did read the season because I know working on a kids book is a bit 
t- takes the inspiration from your current season mm. and um, tea and tacos is yeah, just so much right. fun. Yeah. And I have one more artist example for you, Jess, mm. which is in that, and it's yeah. all about reading this season. And it is, uh, what's his name? Roy Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein. Roy Lichtenstein was, uh, came through the era of abstract art and he, everyone was, that's all anyone was doing. It was all very serious. You know, those mm-hmm. paintings on the wall at galleries and everyone's wondering what it really means. And you know it's deep. It's got some deep meaning and no one really understands it. Anyway, he was a dad and in the dad season. And apparently his children did not appreciate his art like the rest of the world did. And his son said to him, why can't you paint something as cool as Mickey Mouse? And so he did. He painted Mickey Mouse and no one else was painting Mickey Mouse at this point in time. And he also put a little like speech bubble and a bit of text and made a bit of a joke on the on the piece of art. And from that particular experience or that piece of art, he basically fathered the pop art movement. Mm. So he turned popular culture into art. And it it's now it's an icon mm. of the artist era. So it's amazing that he used that season in his life yeah. to actually forge forward in what was unknown. No one else was doing that sort of thing. Everyone was doing something different, but he saw this little inspiration from his home life, totally against the art trend. Uh, So that's pretty inspiring. So yeah, go with the season. And what does this season mean for you and where could you go with that? Follow the fruit, follow the favour and the growth. That's where... Tell me more about that, Well, that's, I, I, it's not a Jessica quote. <laughs> but, yeah, for where the favour is or where the growth is, where the fruit is, is where there is life. And so that's where the anointing is for the season. So if you move where things are moving, then you're going to find you are happier doing it because God's doing something on that. And, mm, yeah, like yeah. he created a whole movement. And I remember... Um, Joyce Meyer used to always say, if you can't, if you don't know what your fit is, just try something. Yeah. Always, so I think it is a bit, just try it. And mm. if it has fruit, follow yeah. it. Yeah. But just keep trying. Yeah. I think that's yeah. part of the creative thing is we get very locked into this is where I'm creative. But I think sometimes we've got to broaden our horizons mm. and just have a go. Yeah. yeah and don't give up. We're going to, like, back to YouTube, we're giving it a couple of years. We've gone, all right, we, we aren't going to try it for six months and see. We're going to push forward for two or three years and see if we that's can create. So don't give up, you know, if you don't have success after one release single or one painting that wasn't so pretty or, you know, one burnt cake in the oven. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what might be interesting about that? Like if it really is successful and I watch some of it and I think you guys could be on like ABC ABC iView. I'd love to see it on that sort of platform. My kids would watch it back to back. (laughs) And um, it would be interesting because sometimes God's favours on what you not – don't expect and success doesn't look like what you think it's going to look like Mm. and you know it'd be incredible if as brilliant as you are as a vocalist and a songwriter if you ended up being more successful in this (laughs) side branch um but just being resigned to where god is leading where the fruit is and going with that who knows jess we don't know but no one knows go for it and i'm proud of you for giving it a go um anything else girls before i close wrap up we're good. <laughs> I think you both need a bit more of the breath of creativity. So what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to remind you of Ezekiel's vision in the Bible. Remember, he had that vision of the dry bones mm-hmm. and he said that they needed to live. God said, make these dry bones live. And so he spoke to the dry bones and they all got covered in flesh and everything. And so there were bodies mm. lying there, but they still had no life. 
and God's like, what's wrong? He's like, they've got no breath in them. Mm -hmm. And so we can be these bodies walking around doing life, but having the breath in you is the difference between really being alive. And so creatively, that's what I want to say, have that breath in you so that you're really alive. And this verse is so amazing. God said to me, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, come, breathe from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I'm not sure if you're feeling a bit slain at the moment or just all that you're just feeling like you're laying there. Um, So he prophesied, I prophesied as he commanded and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet and were a vast army. How amazing is that? that. So I'm just calling you creatives. I'm prophesying the breath of God into your creativity. I want you to see yourself just standing up again, whatever that looks like, wherever you're standing, wherever you find yourself standing. uh, Choose to take on your creativity, take on that, that creative mantle and become a mighty army creative team again. Even if it doesn't look like what we expect it to right now, I'm yeah. just saying take nothing, the breath of Nothing God. looks like we expect no. it right now. And let's, see, let's see what God will do. Yeah. So that's, that's it great. really, Jess. That's good. Thank you so much, Mindy and Jill. And, guys, I hope you have got some gold out of this. We love being on the creative team with you, and we hope that you Woo-hoo. can continue to make your Wednesdays creative. Until next time, we'll see you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.